My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today uh, we are talking about transforming autoimmune issues into an inner guidance system. My guest is Jennifer Tabrizi. She is a coach and um, someone who helps people with this very thing uh, through Ayurveda and some other things she's going to share. I'm really excited to talk to her because, you know, if, if those of you out there who have read my book, you know I went through some similar issues in terms of kind of not taking care of my body for a long time and it was trying to tell me things and it was a big, big wake up call. So those out there that are listening that are struggling with um, especially mysterious health issues that doctors can't really help you with or syndrome type things, even autoimmune things, a lot of times it's your body just really kind of screaming at you to take care of it differently. And Jennifer is going to tell us a bit more about that and how we can do that today. So welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here, Jennifer. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Molly, and it's so great to be here, and I'm super excited. Awesome, awesome, good to hear. So why don't we begin by um, just share what you do in the work that you do. I know it, it comes from a personal place, but how do you show up for others today to, to help them heal and, and grow in their lives? Yes, so I help my clients heal from things like autoimmune and chronic illness, through modalities such as yoga, Ayurveda, strength training, nutrition, kind of all those modalities combined to create this holistic approach uh, to heal themselves. Because I think it is important to recognize that, you know, there's not just one size fits all. And some people are going to need some of the, these modalities more than so it's all about kind of playing around and figuring out what that looks like for you specifically. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I love the the specificity of Ayurveda. I have um, my aunt and uncle, um, I guess they still are hippies, but they were old hippies and they got into Ayurveda back in the, you know, 70s and, and 80s and taught me a little bit about it and, and learning like specific energies that are present with us all the time and, and making sure we're also being subtractive as well as additive. I think that's just really the balance inherent in that medicine is, is so beautiful. Yeah, uh, Ayurveda was the final piece of the puzzle that I needed for myself. And it's often the last piece that people need when they embark on a healing journey and they're trying to feel better and they're trying to take their life back. Yeah. That last little cherry on top kind of thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Clicks everything into place. I love that. So what brought you to this work? Um, you mentioned, you know, back in the day, you, you had some challenges with your health and realized that um, in some ways it was lifestyle created and of course a divine you know creation as well for you to kind of awaken to this work but can you share a little bit about your journey to becoming a coach and and a healer in the way that you are today yes so if you had met me years ago when i was in my uh late teens early 20s i was not the person i am today uh, and as you mentioned my lifestyle was completely different i 
never played sports when I was in school, although I wanted to, but it just, I never did it. I never played sports. I never was active. I didn't really have any hobbies of interest. I got into the wrong friendships um, and just things kind of just spiraled from there. And, you know, I was good at school and I, I completed school, but I just didn't really care. I wasn't passionate about anything. Uh, and then when I got to my early 20s, I was going to school, uh, taking a college uh, degree and completing that in business. And as I was doing that, I was also part or sorry, working as a bartender. I say part time, but I was really working full time plus going to school. And, you know, this job taught me a lot of lifelong skills that I use today. But as you can imagine, and if you haven't worked in that kind of industry, it's not a very healthy scene to be in. Mm, right. Mm, so there's yep. unhealthy food. There's unhealthy people. Everyone wants to work late and then go out after. So there's like super late nights. Um, and that's when things got really bad for me, where things spiraled out of control and I was eating poorly, just had these negative relationships, just had a negative outlook on life. And that's when my world came crashing down. <laughs> um, I laugh now at the time it was not fun. I was in a lot of pain. I dropped 20 pounds. Suddenly I was always going to the doctor, just trying to figure out like, Hey, why is my body doing these weird things? Like what is happening here? Uh, and it took about a year and a half for me to finally get answers as to what was happening. And I was eventually diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And during that time, I was really resistant to it. I was like, oh my gosh, like there's no cure for this. I'm not going to, this isn't fair to me. I, I had this really bad victim mindset mm -hmm. and I realized quite quickly that that did not help me. That wasn't going to get me out of that mess. And that's around the time when I began what I like to call my undoing, where I started implementing all these other habits of, okay, well, what if I eat better? What if I start working out consistently? So I started slowly adopting all these modalities and then I started to feel better. And yeah. like I said earlier, with, <laughs> all right, oh, sorry. Um, with Ayurveda being the final piece of the puzzle, I went to direction. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And and it really is like listening to yourself, Some, especially I think it, there's a good point to be made here that the medical community is doing the best they can to deal with, you know, mysterious ailments and, and chronic conditions. You know, when they, when they see a, a group of symptoms come up, they call it a syndrome and go, hey, let's work on these symptoms. We don't really know what's wrong with you. I think that's like a really key moment for for those of us who struggle with that to go, okay, what does my body tell me I need today? Should I subtract something like the processed food? And that's something I had to do also, um, which I recommend everybody do <laughs> um, because it's just your body doesn't know what to do with all that extra stuff in there, all the, those preservatives and chemicals. But it's a, you know, we don't have to go into that today. Um, but, you know, movement is a huge thing. If you don't move, um, you know, and, and like you mentioned, your relationships and feeling good in your body and being in your heart center. So it's really interesting to to hear that kind of rock bottom that you faced was the the piece that turned you around and headed you into this direction of helping others. So did you always feel called to help others or did that come while you were going through your healing process? 
it came quite quickly. Like once I started seeing results with myself, I, it, it was like this internal guidance system. You're like, you have to show other people how to do this. It, because I knew where I was when I started and how bad I felt and how miserable I was and how I felt like, oh my gosh, this is a life sentence. Discovering what was on the other side, I automatically felt called to help others do the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sharing, sharing that good news, as they say, I love that. And it, it really happens like that with so many of us that go through these kind of things, right? We, we know that other people out there must be suffering the same. And if we can do it, so can they. And we want to we want to share that, like the key to this wellness and this happiness. And it's interesting that you mentioned that you felt very down at the time because you come across with such light and such a spark, um, you know, and I feel like you must have rediscovered that through that process as well. Did you kind of did you still have the smiley face and kind of hide the pain or did you like definitely did your personality shift as you went through that that healing I masked it I at the time when I was diagnosed I resorted to net more negative behaviors than I already was doing uh, abusing my body with drinking and doing drugs and just thinking oh well if this isn't going to get better and this is something I'm stuck with for life I might as well have a great time and uh, just continue going down this road. Mm -hmm. And so that was my way of masking it and almost uh, pretending that everything was fine when it wasn't fine. And I remember a specific moment in time where I was laying in bed and, you know, I had been partying that night and I was just sitting there having my mind racing and thinking, this is not what I am meant to do in this world. What am I doing? And I, this voice came, I know it was my higher self speaking to me saying, wake up. This is not your life purpose. This is not why you're here. This is the time to pull up your big girl socks and, you know, make a change and walk away from this because this is not why you were put on this earth. Yeah. I love that. I love to hear about those moments because it is, it's like a, a choice point, I call it when, yeah, your guides speak to you and they say either you can go this direction and keep numbing out and you're going to be sick, you're going to be dead way before you intend to be or just live this miserable life or you can turn it around and you get this amazing life that you love and you get to help people. So I think it's a lot of um, people who are here to help that, you know, um, some identify with the word light worker or healer or, um, you know, just guide and helper. A lot of us have these kind of dark nights of the soul to make that decision so that it is a conscious decision, because when we come to this earth, it doesn't always feel that way, right? <laughs> it feels like, why did we choose to come here? What? <laughs> so we get like almost that second chance to, to renew that that commitment. Is that what it kind of feels like to you as well? A hundred percent. And what's really powerful when I look back at where I was then and to who I am today and along the places that I've stopped in between from there and here, people started recognizing the spark, like, oh my gosh, you have this light, this energy. At first, what? what are, are they talking about me? Like, <laughs> me? <laughs> but now I'm able to see the contrast between who I was when I started this healing journey and who I am now. And it makes sense that there's this natural light. And I love that. I want to be that inspiration to others who were, who are where I was 
many years ago when I laid in bed thinking, what is happening? Like, I want to help guide those people to realize that you can take ownership and you can feel better and you can move forward. It's not a life sentence. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. And so along with this path, you know, it sounds like you did your healing, you got um, some education on how to serve and help even more than you could before. And you, you mentioned that your biggest success was quitting your job to follow your calling. Can you tell us about that turning point and what that was like? So I know a lot of people out there may struggle with that too. They know that they, they're destined for more, but they're kind of clinging to this job and it's, it's a leap. It's a leap of faith. Can you share your story about that? Of course. Yes. I, as I mentioned, was a bartender for many years and it's very good money, um, but it's not very life purposeful. Right. So there were, there was a moment where again, that higher voice came to me and was like, this is, this has to stop. This is not what you're meant to do. And I finished up my shift and I went home and cried for a day. I didn't even know why I was crying, but now I'm able to see your higher self was like, this is done. This is time for you to take a leap and move forward. And I did that. I went and typed my two weeks, handed it in, didn't have a plan, which I'm not saying, hey, just go quit your job, right? I, I had a little bit of a plan um, and, and a backup plan and made sure it was the right decision before I took that the leap. But it was a leap of not knowing where I was going to end up, but I just couldn't resist that calling from within uh, that was screaming at me at the time saying, no, no more. This is, we're finished here. Yeah. And I yeah. haven't looked back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there, there does come that time where you just cannot put up with it. And I think that has to do with divine timing as well. Your, your gut instinct, your intuition, um, your body, you know, as we were talking about the theme of the show is listening to your body and, and what it needs. It'll just say, I just can't even get myself to go to that job anymore. Pick up that, you know, glass in your case, or, you know, bring in that, that drink. Cause it's just like, I'm just done with that. Um, and those out there with corporate jobs, that's the same kind of thing going and sitting down in that cubicle and, and moving. I remember I had um, an issue where my hip, I, I had this major hip problem toward the end of my uh, career, <laughs> my J-O-B. And I kept wanting to get out of my chair, like, because it would relieve the pain. And I found it so interesting. My body was literally saying, get up and go, get up and go. <laughs> I finally listened, but it takes some time sometimes. So um, I think that's a really cool example of how that happens as well. So, so these days you mentioned, Jennifer, that um, you're still challenged at times with maybe working too much. I know as an entrepreneur that that can happen. There's not a lot of structure on our time. So you work too much and you still struggle with self-care a little bit. Can you share like in the last you know, few months or the last couple of years, what's been the biggest challenge in, in really getting what you need and taking care of yourself? Yes. So as you mentioned, entrepreneurship, oh, it's a love-hate. It's a love-hate. Yeah. <laughs> it can be hard to put those boundaries on of, you know, your working time, your working hours and time for yourself. And, you know, there's always going to be things that need to get done. And it's easy to put those things first before your own habits and self-care routine. And so, a year ago, when I really dove into my online business and, you know, transfer, took my in-person business and transferred it to the online space, 
I had no choice at the time felt like I had no choice to just put all my energy and efforts into it to make sure it was a success. But a few months down the line, I just didn't have this vibrant energy. I felt drained. I just couldn't show up. I wasn't showing up the way things just felt like a struggle. It felt like everything I was doing was just an uphill battle. And that's when my intuition spoke to me and let me know, hey, let's pause here. Let's take a moment here. You're a coach who's helping people with their movement goals and nutrition goals and rest and recovery, but you're not abiding by your own words. And so it was in that moment when I took a step back and said, okay, that has to change. These are my values and how I live and my health and my vitality is how I want to show up every single day so that I can help my clients in a more meaningful way that's more authentic. So I need to go to the freaking gym and I need to be better at planning my meals. And so that was a huge turning point for me for recognizing that. And since that moment, the gym happens. I need to go to the gym and that's my time for me. I, I schedule it in. And if it doesn't happen in that time, I'm making sure, okay, if it's not happening this day, it's happening somewhere else, but that's a non-negotiable because going there is going to help me be a better coach and better uh, business owner and show up differently. So that can't be toyed with. Yeah, I love that. And that is very important when we say this is what we're going to need to to take care of ourselves. That does change the dynamic and gets us into alignment because you can't you can't uh, pour from an empty cup, as they say. And I think it's important to for each person out there listening. If you struggle with this, you know, self-care is so important because it is how you feel about yourself, about life, uh, the amount of energy you have to do things. So it may seem like something you can put on the back burner, but as many of us discover it, we just can't do that. So, um, so you mentioned, you know, growing your business and, and kind of being in this space of following your calling. Um, I am looking at your cards here. I did draw a few cards as I usually do for my guests. Is that cool? Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> I love the dance. I love that. You're speaking my language. Woohoo! Well, I do see that there's some things, you know, when it comes to even your business of following your intuition, instead of maybe the logical procedures that somebody say says you should follow. So there is this dealing with uncertainty and getting very clear about the future and, and what it's going to be. I feel like when you feel unclear, your confidence wavers. So it's, you know, I would, I would venture to say the intellect, uh, which is the mind, the ego's mind kind of goes, Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And, and maybe scrambles even internally, even if you don't do a lot externally and stresses you out on the inside. Do, does that make sense? Yes. You, it's, uh, it's like, you've been following me around for <laughs> the cards. Don't lie. The cards don't lie. Um, but yeah. Um, so I get that 100%. And, um, even as an intuitive coach, I get that, um, because I, I feel like it does cause you to doubt yourself a little bit. And it does come from the past of just coming out of maybe recently noticing old stuff coming up, old doubts, old beliefs, old whatever, um, that actually have no bearing now. Um, but what, what has come up for you recently in terms of 
uh, I don't think you wanted to give up on it, but um, limiting beliefs from your past. And, and I'm, I'm saying it would be back in teenage to preteen years. I got chills from you speaking right now. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about exactly what you're talking about yes yes yep. okay got it well yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave that with love you, you you're passing out of it so that's the good news you're moving into being invited to embark on a journey of like internal growth and and maturity um you may feel sometimes that you are going backwards but you're not you're simply entering a new level of heart-centered living so the more that you can get out of your head, into your heart, out of your head, into your heart, <laughs> yay, <laughs> that's going to help you transcend that old stuff because it really is just, um, it's called mind garbage. That's what I call it. Just, you know, just stuff happening in your head that really has, it, it really has no bearing on reality at this point. That couldn't be more on point. The last two weeks, I read something in a book I was reading and it was all about the mind, heart and finding the right balance. And I had this moment of awakening where I thought to myself, I have been just up here in this turmoil and I have recentered that. And all throughout the day, if I'm faced with a decision or something's a challenge, I ask myself how I can show up from my heart or what is my heart saying? Yeah. So it's so amazing that you, the cards were able to pick up on that. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Because yeah, absolutely. When you do that, you specifically and a lot of people do, but this is this is one of your superpowers to change the story. And it literally changes how you see things. And that's again, everyone can do that. But I feel like you have a specific gift to do it within yourself. It, a lot of very imaginative people or people that are high in visualization, they can click it like a switch. So I feel like when you remind yourself of that, or even have a little post it note reminder, like go go do that visualization exercise or go do that meditation that moves you into your heart. You'll just be like, oh, right, okay, here we go. Um, because you have a lot of, you have all the skills that you need to succeed. You just need to use them a little differently. And the more that you set your intentions, but let spirit take care of things in the way that it will, um, entrust your intuition, you will get the vision that you've received for your, the work that you want to do, that you're doing, but it's like growing it into your empire or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you're, you're like, <laughs> you know, kind of the master vision of where, you know, you were headed. Did you get one of those implanted in you early on? Like, this is where you're going to go with this online business kind of thing. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you're on your way there. You just need to follow the breadcrumbs, the breadcrumbs, really. There's nothing you need to do to force it. Just learn to follow your intuition more keenly. Um, and that's going to be the game that you play. It's not going to be like finding the right strategy. It's, you know, you will find strategies, but it'll be because your intuition says, yes, this feels like where I'm supposed to go. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> such good reassurance here that I, I feel like I've been in alignment over the last week, especially from that subtle shift of coming from the heart. And this is just the reassurance that you know I am on the right page so thank you so much for that oh you're so welcome it's my pleasure I love that I love uh just tuning in that way because we can talk about stuff but when we get into the intuitive reading and, and intuition in general it's just a it just opens up the conversation so much so I appreciate you being open to that <laughs>
Yeah, no, thank you. You're welcome. Well, very cool. So um, as far as uh, the work that you do, share again with the audience um, what, what it is your services are, what you like to help people with, and where they can find you if they are interested. Of course. So I ran a program. It's a 90-day program called HEAL, which is all about how to overcome chronic illness and feel alive and awesome again. Uh, you can find me, uh, easiest place to find me is on Instagram. My handle is healing with Jennifer. And I believe that's it. I think that was all the questions you asked there, Molly. That's it. Yep. Where the, what you do and where they can find you. I think that sounds amazing. And I think they know that your energy and your light is fully there. So I'm sure you're going to meet some new people through this, through this uh, interview today. That's exciting. Amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So uh, thanks guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.